Hello, welcome to Cajun Conspiracy Speculation with your hosts, Paul and Danny. We're going to be talking to you about conspiracy theories that entangle the local area, the national areas, and the universe in itself. People believe that we are in a simulated reality. Whole-ass robots to go out into like zero gravity, but we can't go underwater. The hell, we could be fake, you know? Hello and welcome back to the Cajun Conspiracy Theory. We are your hosts, Paul. Uh, uh, yeah, Paul and Danny. Uh, Hello. Uh, we uh, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about some more conspiracy theories for you. Today I've got Polybius. Now Polybius. Polybius, yeah, Polybius is a supposedly fictitious arcade game that was made in 1981, but uh, the legend is that it was part of a government crowdsourced psychology experiment based in Portland, Oregon. That's a pretty familiar territory to you, ain't it? Yeah, no, I'm familiar with that. And uh, it supposedly induced like psychoactive and addictive effects in the player. And the machines were said to have been visited periodically by men in black to look at the data, who the high scorers were, now, when when they say like Men in Black, they don't mean like the movie Men in Black. They mean no, like, like, like dudes in like suits and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't like Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones rolling up there to. Could you fucking imagine like you two tech workers being fucking Will Smith and Tommy Lee? Just like would be real good if if it was a you know Michael Jackson was in that movie. He's like, hello, this is Agent E. Fuck, he was, <laughs> yeah, wasn't he? Was he? Agent That's fuck. Like, which is like. I don't even know why. Hello, can you hear me? This Agent M. <laughs> Have you seen the Chicken out. Have you seen the TikTok the guy did for you? Yes. To be? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, basically, um, the story it goes: there was a unheard new arcade game appearing in several suburbs of Portland, Oregon, in 1981. Was it only in Oregon? Uh, yeah. Supposedly, this only happened in Oregon. There was only even one cabinet, like game cabinet. Um, and the thing is, the whole like new unheard of arcade game popping up would have actually been kind of unheard of because arcades were very vocal about, hey, this is the new game. So just one to show it up, nobody yeah, knew. Like nobody like talked about it. They're just like, yep, it's here. Yeah, pretty much. And they and the cabinet is supposed to be black, just solid black, and like up on the front of it where the name is, with like no decals or anything like that. No, it had do. one joystick and one white button, and the front of it it just said Polybius, like no, nothing special about it. Polybius. Yeah, and um, the game was supposedly so popular it was like to the point of addiction. They had lines supposedly like backed up for like the length of the arcade people wanting to play this thing. What, like, what was the game about? Like, what what was uh, it that they played? Like, I mean... Supposedly, different people say different things. Now, the version of it i seen, it looked like... How do I explain this? It was like... You're, like, from the point of view of, like, a ship with a gun, and you're kind of, like, moving around and shooting things. Like, Was it kind of like, um... Kind of like a Galaga, kind of like a super futuristic, like technologically advanced version of Galaga, I guess. Some people say it's like a well, one version of it, the cabinet has like it's like a graph, like lines on it, and Weird. and it's all red, and I don't even actually know what's going on in the game. 
supposedly though the lines form like the length of the arcade and people would actually get in like fist fights over who was going to play it next the machines were allegedly visited by men in black who collected unknown data from the machines and um were allegedly uh testing the responses to the game's psychoactive effects and these effects range from but we're not limited to seizures amnesia insomnia night terrors and hallucinations all from a game all from playing this game there is one thing that i want to talk about that that i just read it said that the men in black would show up and they test the uh the effects of the machine so and i know this isn't what they did but i like to imagine they would go stand in front of it set it off and they just induce themselves with a seizure then stand up and be like yeah it works let's go <laughs> <laughs> or or like you know the people that they did test they probably like had that little fucking stick where they like yep. put it up boom. to your face yeah and it took boom, the, yeah and just you forgot everything. You were playing this amazing game. Continue playing. Yeah, and then after all this happened, supposedly one month after it was there, Polybius has disappeared, as like what like what uh, Oscar Martinez said, and as mysteriously as he came, he left. Oh my god! <laughs> so you're telling me that it was there for a month, like a month, and then they're just like, "Bye, it's gone." Pretty much that that that's like the whole story of like its existence. Now, there is, like, things like people going and looking for it, which we're going to talk about. But uh, people have done a whole lot of digging. Supposedly, though, like, when people have done, like, digging, like, trying to find out who made this, where it came from. The company named Most is a, it's a German word called Zeneslosen. Zeneslosen. I think's how you say it. Probably. Um, and it is supposedly the kind of German you would use to like roughly translate like English words because you know like no languages match up. Yeah, roughly. So it's like supposedly like a German word somebody who didn't speak German would have made up to mean sense delete or sensory deprivation. That's the name of the company? Uh, Yeah, supposedly that's the name of the company because the word Sina means senses and Lozen means to extinguish or to delete. So it's just like they took two words, combined them. And, uh, the thing is, they can't, um, like, as far as, like, where this originated from, because, like, if you're going by, like, we're just assuming it's fake, okay? Okay. Like, like if we're just assuming it's fake, people believe the rumor started in 1994 or earlier through word of mouth. The earliest confirmed record of this game is um, on the resource coinop.org on February 6, 2000. Now, coinop.org is like a... It basically just has, like, a big list of, like, arcade games. <laughs> like it's, it's just on there? And, like, they talk about it, yeah, and supposedly it's on there. The thing is, uh, the guy um, who owns CoinOp, he says that the game actually, because it says on there that the game showed up in 2000. So, that means, you know, if it showed up in 1981, it can't be 2000. But he says that the reason for it saying it showed up in 2000 is because there weren't enough details for it yet. So, it just defaulted to 2000. That's that, weird. That's what he says. Um, and uh, I'd say that too if I knew the government was going to kick my ass for it. Yeah, and it's it does say that Polybius and there is a copyright date of 1981. Weird. But when you look up the copyright, no copyright exists. Even more weird. Uh, because like generally, if there's a copyright, you can like look up 
in like the history of copyrights and see who had it. Yeah. Uh, sometime prior to September 2003, Kurt Collar, the owner of CoinOps, submitted a message to the about the video game to GamePro, and it was featured for the first time uh, in a segment, like like in a um, feature story called Secrets and Lies. Which this, this caused it to boom again, and then people really started digging into it. And this was around the time, lo and behold, all the people started figuring about about MK Ultra. Oh wow! So, Isn't that ironic? Uh, in 2006, a man named Stephen Roach. Ooh, that's a name. <laughs> Stephen Ro- claimed that he had been one of the original programmers of this game. So this dude came out and he's like, "Hey, I actually made this." Yeah, he he just came right out like, and he's like, "Yeah, I actually uh, worked on this." And um, he said that the game had intense, cutting edge graphics. Um, however, according to him, a boy experienced a epileptic seizure when playing it, and the cabinets were supposedly withdrawn by the company in panic. Because they didn't put a seizure warning, I'm assuming. Yeah, supposedly he says like they worked on it. We were supposed to make it, and they withdrew it, and it never hit. So, so is this like supposed to be a a conspiracy from the government, or did they just like have a kid fucking seizure out because they didn't put a seizure warning, and then they're like, oh fuck, we <laughs> we gotta cancel, well, well, cancel, if, cancel, cancel. Well, if you're looking at this, because like the guy came, came like comes out, and he's like. Yeah, I worked on it, yeah, and all the cabinets were withdrawn after, like, because in testing, they got a guy, guy, like, people to play it, and one of the guys playing it, he dropped of a seizure, and he's like, yeah, I was told, like, we, we pulled all of them, we never made it. Well, it made it somehow. Oh, so it never actually hit, like, consumer sides of things. Yeah, it just hit Portland, because Oregon. Because that dude had a seizure, but then somehow one appeared. I guess so. Like it, it's really weird how it works because um, the guy, well, the the guy did offer no proof for his claims, but supposedly the game that everybody says is Polybius before that came out, like what it looked like. Yeah, he supposedly did like describe it down to a T what it was like. I mean, couldn't you get that info anywhere? Or did you... uh, I don't know. Where was this dude from? Oregon? <laughs> was he one of the dudes that played it? it? Doesn't say. Oh, there was a guy who requested a E-FOIA um, from the FBI, which what that is, is it is a Federation of Information Act request, which means anybody, it basically means anybody can request information about shit from the FBI and they have to tell you. Doesn't mean you'll get the Doesn't, actual info, yeah, well, but you'll get some kind of info. Somebody requested um, info on the Polybius arcade game and uh, it said that the FBI has completed its search as per your request. Below, you will find paragraphs relevant to your request. And it literally says, we searched all our records and we couldn't find it. Bullshit. That, like, that, that was the one time the guy, like, like they tried to get it and nothing came out. Um, during, like, like, whenever... I don't know if you call this an urban legend or a conspiracy theory, but during this time, a lot of like fake cabinets went to popping up. Like people would make like whole ass cabinets that looked supposedly just like it. And those, like the Polybius. Yeah, they they'd make cabinets that look just like it, and then people would go play them, 
And then they would like claim like, oh yeah, such a good, the games that were on them are usually like trash, but like they'd be like, oh my God, it's so addictive. And they get in fist fights and shit. And it would just be like a setup. Pretty much. It ain't even in the real cabinet. Like the, the arcades put them there just to be like, oh, look, look, it's Polybius. And then everybody would lose their marbles over it. So there is a guy who worked at the um, arcade in Portland. He supposedly surfaced in 2005, like, he came right out with it. He was like, we did have that cabinet. It sat in the back corner. Like, the reason we, basically, he said, like, the reason they put it back there is nobody liked it. Like, nobody wanted to play it because it looked boring. He said, well, when some kid, like, went back there and started playing it, he was like, oh, this is some good shit. And then everybody else went to going back there. And he said that, like, like, he did say, like, supposedly confirmed, that like actual fist fights took place over this game. However, there is a guy named uh, well, there's an American producer and author named Brian Dunning, who believes that this is actually a mix of two things that happened that got like merged and it just made the made the thing itself. Yeah. Because well, one thing the the font that's on Polybius is uh, identical to the game's. Uh, Asteroid and Tempest, supposedly. Asteroids? Like, uh, yeah, Asteroids. Well, supposedly, uh, during this time, in, in 1981, a guy collapsed with a migraine headache after playing Tempest, and another person uh, had severe stomach pain after playing Asteroids for 28 hours. I wonder why, if you... <laughs> We're standing there playing it for fucking 28 hours. He was trying to break a record like it was filmed. And uh, supposedly, the FBI raided several video arcades just 10 days later where the owners were suspected of, like, using the machines for gambling. And they would, like, rig the scores to make people be like, oh, he beat my score, so I'm going to go play it again and try to beat it. I mean, back in the day, didn't, like each company have their own like like because like the cabinets right it's not like the arcade owner like worked on them too much like i thought it was always the like owner of the game that would come and fix that shit the only i actually looked that up like what the hell like do they call people for that supposed to be the only thing they actually like called people for was the game itself like deep down inside the arcade would just stop working like in the inside the machine, I mean, yeah, it would stop working. But as far as like, like outside stuff, like oh your joystick got fucked, it was like order the part and figure it out, dude. Oh wow! Like from what I read, um, so not very much support when it came to fixing it. Uh, this actually, wait, what'd you say? What you say? I didn't hear. I said not too much support from them. Trying oh to no, fix no. It. But uh, supposedly this shit got so big that it influenced the plot of the film The Last Starfighter, where a teenager is recruited by aliens who monitor him playing a secretly covert developed game, and then he's, like, drug away by this super, like, alien race because his brain, like, functions different. There's a movie where that Ender's Game. Ain't that what happens in Ender's Game? I don't know. I've never watched it. No, but I was just thinking about Futurama, how, like, uh, the when the big brains attacked and uh, he was the only one that could save the world because his brain was slower than everyone else's. Whoa, no, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched too much Futurama. To be oh yeah, with you. no, I used to watch that all the time. But that was like one of their main things was like 
the the super brains took over the world and everyone couldn't do anything but he could because his brain was too slow so kind of similar but (laughs) kind of opposite no you're talking about like if we've ever seen it though 2007 polybius came out for the pc it was a freeware game developers and arcade constructors uh rogue synapse registered for the domain of Sinishlogen or whatever that word is, and they offered a free downloadable version of it. It was a 2D shooter resembling Star Castle. Uh, based on what they give us, yeah, sure, let's go with that. Oh, but th- this was the one that just... <laughs> Polybius 2017 comes out for PlayStation 4. What? <laughs> no way. In, in, in 2016, Llamasoft announced a game called Polybius for the PlayStation 4 with support of the VR. It was added to the PlayStation Store on Tuesday, May 9th, uh, 2017. Uh, Jeff Minter, who I guess is uh, one of the guys who made the game, he says that he was actually permitted to play the original Polybius arcade game to figure out what it was like. So this dude recreated it? Supposedly so. supposedly like and there's actually like if you are to jump into the depths of reddit there's actually people that believe that like the playstation version is is like a identical like this is the closest we have to the actual to the actual thing like there's actually a lot of people like whenever this first actually happened like there was a side of reddit that actually had a whole stroke because there's there's people on there too they're like oh yeah i was in portland around that time i remember that shit happening there's like one guy's like I was in one of the fist fights of Polybius. I mean, anybody could claim that though. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I could be like, yeah, back in the day in 1980s, that's what I did. As I'm born in '95. Yeah, <laughs> probably what it is. It's probably a lot, bunch of people our age. It's like, yeah, back in my day, I got back that in there. my day. I did that old Polybius. Yeah, I got in the Polybius tussle of '82, and I'm here to tell you <laughs> now, it was brutal. God. Oh, some bitch fell over the machine and threw up. I just can't even, like, imagine, like, how that would, like, work out for <laughs> having, like, oh, yeah, the, the Polyvius fight. I remember that. Yeah, definitely. What's, what's wild is are the the owners of the arcade, like, nobody can even find them. They're, nobody's even attempted. Like, nobody knows the name of this arcade. Nobody knows who the owners of the arcade is. What the fuck? Yeah, they're just like, oh, yeah, one day. Yeah. It, they're just like, one day an arcade machine showed up, it fucked a lot of people up, and it left. That is so weird. But it's just the legend spread so far, It's it, it intrigues the hell out of me, because where the hell else would it have, like, where did it come from? Like, Yeah, no, that, that's, like, really weird that, like, when you, when you think about, like, a game just, like, appearing, showing up, causing, like, this hysteria of fist fights and seizures and shit, and then within a month it's gone. Yeah, like, but then like, so when it comes to like my question about like how they like fix stuff, right? Wh- why would people in black suits show up to do all this stuff, yeah. right? If it's the apparently arcade owner's uh, job to do it. No, I, I I get you. Like, I've wondered that myself. Like, there's no other really real reason for it. Yeah, but. The men in black guys, supposedly there was actually what people say is whenever you look at the cabinet. Okay, so you know like at the top of a phone, like you see the camera? Yeah, there? the top. Yeah. Supposedly like towards the top of the screen. This is what I've read anyway. 
there was like a thing that looked kind of like that, but it was a hole. And what it was, it was like it would release like a glory hole. No, God, no. <laughs> uh, no, it would release uh, like chemicals that induce the uh, hallucination. Yeah, it would like spray you with the chemicals. And I guess what is actually going on, the reason they're all fist fighting is because like that's the closest to the berserker state that these kids have ever got. Like, you know, like, the Vikings would eat the mushrooms and flip yeah. out. Yeah, I guess that's what's going on here. Like, they start having the hallucinations and all just tie into a big fist fight in the arcade. Jesus Christ. So they they supposedly, like, release these, like, toxins to make people fight? Yeah, it's it supposedly was, like, a continuation of MK Ultra, Like, with the, like, oh, we're going to hit them with LSD and they just won't know. Dude, that's wild. Supposedly that's what it was and, like, they were, I know, supposedly they were really interested in, like, the high score. Like, who had the high score? They really wanted that. Because supposedly they would come get the data of that and just leave all the time. Dude, that's so weird. Like, why does the high score matter? Maybe it was a game, like, developed. Because the first time I heard about this, it was a while ago, and it was in a video. And supposedly um, Polybius was made by a company who also made a like tank shooter simulator so when i was in the army we used to have to do like these like brain game things mm -hmm. on the computers where like you had to like look at shit and like pattern recognition and all these like weird fucking things to like yeah. see where your like mental state is ironically even though i don't feel like that helped uh but anyway i was just thinking like maybe they had like the same kind of idea with this game is like they were like testing people's like mental aptitude. I think that's what's going on because like I was telling you, uh, the first time I heard about this, it supposedly was made by the same company who made like a tank simulator. Yeah. Or like an airplane simulator. Sure. And and supposedly what it was, it was actually simulating like how to fly this plane or this tank and like the U.S. Army or whoever was really interested to see like who's like. Because some people are, like, just out-of-this-world pilots. So, I guess, like, they were, like, looking, like, oh, we could find this guy, old Jim Bob, over here when he gets older. Let's, like, heavily recruit the shit out of him because he's a... Yeah, but you got to think, like, back in the day, you know, kids, and even myself, like, when you you do, like, the goofiest names in the world. Like, Dick. Or, like, Dick Tracy or big old Dick Do, you know, but, like... How are they going to even, like, find you or recruit you? Oh, look at you, Pussy Master 27. Like, what? <laughs> 69 Pussy Destroyer says, like, like his high score. Like, it's some, yeah, it's always some dumb shit like that. But, you know, like, the arcade owners eventually were, like, they got really sick of, oh, the machine's broke. Let me go fix it. Oh, yeah. And the high score is, like, balls in y'all jaws. Like, he has, like, the high score. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like when it comes to like the the high score, like how are they even gonna get like any information? I don't know, like because it's like nobody uses their real names, which I think is why eventually a lot of the arcade machines started putting the uh, the uh, three spaces just so you'd put like your initials. Yeah, that's what I always did. Is I just put my initials. Yeah. I but... always. I remember the first time I played an arcade game. I thought it was gonna like actually let you spell out some shit, and I started like putting out my name. And it only took the first three letters. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I went back and tried to, like, mess it up. Like, I mean, uh, I, I went back trying to, like, change my initials, but it wouldn't let me. So, like, I put in some stupid shit like DLI, which is not even my initials, but. The lie. 
D-Lie or some bullshit. But um, no, it was um, in 2006. Uh, there was a Simpsons episode called Please Homer, Don't Hammer Them. And uh, it features an arcade with a Polybius game machine. Uh, Rocket Jumps 2015 anthology series Dimension 404 features an episode based on the Polybius urban legend. Nine Inch Nails, uh, Trent Reznor, you know, if you ever listen to them boys, uh, they had a single called Less Than, which features, um, like in the music video, it features uh, visuals from a Polybius video game throughout it. That's fucking That kind of pisses me off, actually. It's like, what if that actually was fucking people up, Trent Reznor out here, like, oh yeah, you're all getting it now. I mean, it's kind of like, have you ever seen The Ring? The ring? Yeah. 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 So, you know how, like, you watch the video, you die in seven days? Yeah. Well, like, in the most recent one, they think that they destroyed the video or whatever, and then next thing you know, it appears on a plane, and all of the screens on the plane do it. Oh, thank God. And, yeah. So, like, it, you know, so maybe that was their thing is like, oh, everyone sees it. They all die in seven days. Oh, shit. I didn't see this, though. Uh, the game visuals featured in that Nine Inch Nails videos were... Designed by Llama Sauce, Jeff Minter. Shocker. Which was the guy, yeah. The dude that made it again. Uh, Polybius was also featured in the episode Journey into Mystery in the 2021 Disney Plus series Loki. Weird. I didn't know that. Dude, could you imagine, like, if that's so much bigger than, like, even a conspiracy theory? Like, it's actually like, real and we're just out of the know? Yeah, like, maybe if, like... I don't know, because if it's in Loki, I mean, it has to be big enough. Yeah, and, like I Simpsons. I didn't know like, there was still people like, oh, like, I thought yeah. this was kind of just something everybody's like, oh, yeah, I remember back in 81 when we thought that was real. But uh, 2015, there was a novel called Armada, which was based on Polybius. I don't know how you base a book on that. Just like the game itself or like I, the development I, or like the 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 history behind it. Oh, shit, I was just telling you about this a while ago, though. Uh, Polybius is, serves as the subject of a five-episode horror miniseries in the 2017 season of The Angry Video Game Nerd. Uh, wow. In a supposedly real-life Polybius. Like, he finds the real cabinet, and he goes and plays it. There's an arcade cabinet, like, reseller guy, and he, like, goes in the storeroom, and he asks him if he can play it. And he's like, yeah, go ahead, play it. And uh, basically, like, he starts undergoing, like, psychological effects, and he's, like, forcing himself to play it and shit. It's fucking wild. I have seen Kind of reminds me of, uh, did you ever watch the series Black Mirror? No. Oh, okay. I've heard of it. Yeah, in Black Mirror, they, they kind of had, like, a similar concept that I think that they used for that. It's like a video game? Yeah, a kid that, like, developed a video game. It was, like, an interactive, uh... On Netflix, it was like an interactive movie. Oh, you actually interacted with yeah, it? Yeah, so like you made his choices, and those choices affected how the movie the would go. What the fuck? Yeah, Black Mirror is pretty dope. That sounds cool as hell. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, Black Mirror. Look it up. Uh, Something called PRX's Radiotopia featured a pseudo-documentary series about the game. Uh, The series was produced by John Frechette and Todd Luodo. It was part of their uh, showcase program. There's a musician called Neil Ciciaraga that has uh, stated that his song Cabinet Man was inspired by Polybius. 
Um, YouTube personality Stuart Ashen released the film Ashen's in the Polybius Heist, where he attempts to track down the actual. There has been so many people try to find this freaking cabinet. I swear to God. My my curiosity though is like, is this cabinet? Like the the reason for it, or is it just the hype behind the cabinet that people want to find it? Like, is the cabinet itself doing it? Yeah, like you know, like if you like in a way like control enough people with it that like they talk about it enough, and then like it makes people want to go find it, or is it like, hey, uh, there's so much hype behind this, I want to be the one to find it. I have no idea. Like uh, the the only thing. That I can t- uh, that I can tell you is the cabinet itself was supposedly rigged with that thing that shot the like chemical that the made LSD people stuff. Yeah, that was supposedly happen. I which I want to know is it the game that does it or is it the did it actually have that like because I only heard one guy talk about the nozzle thing. I mean, I don't know. Like I've seen game cabinets that have like weird contraptions on it. No, uh, you know but, there's. In Houston, we went to an arcade, and there was a uh, a video game cabinet for, I think it was a Tekken game, and you know how, like, the front of the cabinets light up? Yeah. There was actually, like, these, like, switches on this cabinet, like, by the screen, and I didn't know what they did, and I reached over there and flicked one, and for some reason, they had the light switch just out there for everybody to see, so people were walking by there all the time, like, flicking it on and off. That's weird. It was the dumbest shit ever. Like, yeah, no, um, there was actually a cool, I never got to go, but there was a cool bar in Tacoma, Washington, and it was an arcade bar, so, like, you went in and there was, like, arcade games everywhere, and, like, it was a bar, too, so two for one, I guess. Well, um, yeah, with that about the Plebeus Arcade game, though, that's, that's all I have, just that urban legend for you today and we're gonna go into the the real topic of today's show uh paul what you got uh before we do we're gonna take a quick commercial break for our sponsors at the bellowing bard do you like card games board games D, and tabletop gaming i love those things do you find it hard to play those in a large group setting in your living room <laughs> yeah because i'm alone Well, check this out. Local gaming and hobby store, The Bellowing Bard, can do all of that for you. They even offer nightly D&D, tabletop games from Star Wars Legion to Warhammer, and card games like Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, and even Yu-Gi-Oh! Wow! Do they host events for these kinds of things? They do! They host weekly events ranging from D&D one-shot nights, tabletop gaming tournaments, Friday Night Magic, and even monthly Smash Bros. tournaments. Wow, that sounds amazing. Where is this place located? It's located in Leesville, Louisiana at 301 North 5th Street. You can also check them out on Facebook at The Bellowing Bard. It's one of a kind, and you won't miss it. I'm on my way now. And we're back. Uh, Okay, so today I've got two different topics, um, both of which are kind of funky. Oh, shit. So we've got... Two different conspiracy theories mm-hmm. that are both real. What? Yeah, so they're, they were regarded as conspiracy theories until enough people kept knocking down on the doors of it, and it turns out they were real. 
Well, hot damn. It's about time we talked about some shit that was real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bigfoot's real, okay? No, no I believe Bigfoot, he's, this is my dad. <laughs> I have a very revealing picture of you. Oh, shit. Looks just like him. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, so the first one is back in 1926 during the Prohibition. That's a while, though, 1926. Yeah, it's almost 100 years ago. Oh, you can't blame them too much for anything that happened in 26. Ain't that like before we got our shit together and we were just kind of like, ah, oh, fuck them. What? Not really. Oh, no? Okay. No, no, that, that might have been like 1776 to like 1850, but... Anyway, so the U.S. government, during the Prohibition, poisoned people with alcohol. Why? Uh, So they wanted to stop people from drinking alcohol. Yeah. Right? Because there's the Prohibition. Mm. So what they did is they made alcohol makers add a lethal amount into it to poison people. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's pretty fucking brutal. 10,000 people died from poisoning. So, like, what was their plan here? Just like, oh, they'll start dying and they'll think, like, it's bad for you? Or... Yep. That don't even make any sense, though. Just like Why last week. Because, because it's like, oh, well, last week I drank this same amount and now I'm dead. Like, how did nobody go, this shit ain't Well, right. apparently it says that it was a uh, gives a greater warning to the drinker that he is getting hold of something that he should leave alone. That. <laughs> yep. But people didn't stop drinking it because it's alcohol and that's why people died from it. And it was thousands died from from drinking it. I suppose eventually, though, they'd figure out, like, there's a higher content in this. They'd just be like, let's just drink less of it. Yes, but people kept drinking it. So the government doubled the alcohol poisoning <laughs> content and also added benzene. What the hell is that? I don't know. Hold up. Let me see. Let me, I'll look that up. You keep going. Yeah, so back in the 1920s, they had the prohibition because they got tired of people drinking. Uh, and what they did is they started adding up all sorts of poisonous chemicals into this. There was the benzene, they put mercury, um, they put formulas that were heart stopping and horrible. Um, they even put wood alcohol or methanol because it showed that the bootleggers couldn't get it out of the actual alcohol because it bonded too closely with the drinking alcohol. And they knew that it was going to kill people and they did it anyways. Why did they not want people to drink it that bad, though? I mean, I don't know. Prohibition. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it, though. Like, it's just, like, it just seems like something to bitch about, to me, anyway. Well, I mean, you know, um, the government it's just kind of government it. trying to control you, I guess. Yeah, like, it, it sounds to me like they couldn't figure out a way to make money on it, so they were just kind of like, fuck it, let's just kill them. Yes, yeah, so the government announced that basically... If you kept drinking it, if you got poisoned and died, that they don't give a shit and it's your fault because you did it. Oh, they actually said it. Yeah, yeah. No, there's like no denying the government did it. Um, and they totally, without a doubt, did it and totally didn't give a shit about it. I thought this was like a thing like it, it was like, oh, it was in question. And then we figured out it was true. They didn't even try to cover this shit up. It was, no. It's like, no. stop it. Or we're going to kill you. <laughs> like, jeez. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I, I guess what happened was is there wasn't so too many regulations of, like, alcohol at the time. So when it became, 
noticed that the bootleggers were still trying to like make alcohol, the government would sell them stuff and it turned out it would be poisonous and then they would sell it because they thought it was fine and then it would kill a bunch of people. So like what the government sent out people dressed up like, Hey, pretend you're a Budweiser man and go tell this old boy that is that what happened? They just like pretended to be people, but it was really the men in black. Yes. Yes. And there was actually a dude called Ginger Jake. I know, quite the quite the name. Um, and he kept trying to find different solutions to make different formulas outside of alcohol. Um, and in the South, there was a particular Jamaican ginger, <laughs> and it was a ginger-flavored alcohol. Um, and when it got stopped by the prohibition, a lot of people wanted to find a replacement, and they came up with a formula that would give a buzz with no alcohol, but it had uh, chemical compounds that were neurotoxic. Oh, good. See, yeah, that's so that would actually for. attack the same parts of the neural system that damaged amotrophic lateral sclerosis. Uh, people started popping up with semi-paralytic symptoms, and people thought it was polio. And the main part about this is it mainly affected poor people. Oh, yeah. See, see that, that, that's, uh, that was the plan all along. <laughs> they just wanted to kill the poor people. Yeah, I mean... That's still going on now, though, like... You know. Yeah, no, it and um, the prohibition basically was an experiment to see if they got rid of alcohol, if people would become better as a civilization. We um, did. No, and it was a failed experiment, and then they just kind of stopped and brought it back. The alcohol, not the poison. They could put, like, minute amounts of it in there that just kind of builds up over time. Like, you know, like, we used to live a lot longer back in the day. Like, you know... Like, way back. Yeah. Yeah, and now we live to be, like, 70, if you're lucky. It's probably what it is. They they found a way to even out shit, like, over everything you take in, and that just carves off, like, years off your life because you're constantly taking it in. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is it it didn't affect the wealthy because the wealthy still had access to, like, actual genuine <laughs> of alcohol. Of course they did. Yeah, so it was really mostly just to, to kill off, like, other people. Should have swapped them boxes up one good time. Yeah. Um. The other thing, too, is that back in 1970, the war on drugs, similar to the Prohibition, they decided to spray a bunch of plants, marijuana plants in Mexico, with this thing called Paraquat. And okay. the idea was to poison the plants, and it would kill the plants. Mm-hmm. Instead, it didn't kill the plants and just put poison in the plants. And oh. So when people smoked it or used it, they also died. <laughs> Again, this is a government thing that they Jeez. did. Yes. Why the hell are they worried about anything? In Me- Do we own Mexico in 22? This was 1970. Oh. I was like, why the hell? When did we get Mexico? No, no. So it was uh, basically the government tried to get rid of marijuana plants in Mexico. Because it was like, highly coming from that location. Oh. Well, still, um, why the hell are we over there? That Like, we're talking about old Mexico? Yeah. Yeah, why the hell are we over there anyway? Because the government doesn't have borders, apparently. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so Prohibition was actually a lot more deadlier than you'd think. Prohibition sounded like a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, there's even like... pictures of, like, government officials um, taking good alcohol and pouring it down the sewers. 
I mean, that, this is going to fuck up the ground if you're doing that. It could. I don't know. Um, but that's just like a really big crazy thing to think about is that, you know, the 10,000 deaths mm. were caused by the government because they said, fuck you, we're poisoning this shit. Get fucked. I don't know why we're surprised. <laughs> I mean, it's not about, yeah, you know, I'm not surprised. It's just one of those things where it's like you've got the government deciding that, you know what, we're going to fucking poison these people, and then they fucking do it. Yeah. More than anything, it just kind of makes you wonder, like, are they still doing shit like this? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure it's on a lower scale, so it doesn't yeah. get noticed, but I'm sure it is. But it's just crazy to think that they're like, you know what, get fucked, we're poisoning this shit. 10,000 people die. Well, that's your problem. It's like, I remember this, this probably isn't like a conspiracy or anything, but I just, this always messed me up. Like thinking back on it when I was a kid, I lived in like a really small town, right? And like our water was really good. Like it was just like, you know, clean, good water. They sent some guy like out to test the water. And this dude supposedly went right through the, like, he was basically scared of the cows, okay, to, like, get to the tap where to test the water, like, for this water tower, where the yeah. fuck it's coming from. And, like, he was supposed to be scared of the cows, so he picked up a freaking water hose out that was laying out in this field, tested the water for it, and, oh, wouldn't you know, it came back, the water had cow shit in it. Shocker. <laughs> and then they hit our water with so much chemicals, you would literally get a glass of water, and it would smell like a glass of bleach. Yeah, actually, funny enough, we chlorinate our water. Yeah. Like we, we like the water we consume, we chlorinate mm -hmm. it. Um, and there's actually a test done where you can look at a glass that was the control glass, the glass, um, with someone's hand in it. Uh, and then a glass with like the chlorinated water and the kid put his hand in it for like 30 seconds. When they tested that water, there was little to no chlorine in it after his hand was in it because our body absorbs chlorine through the skin at an alarming rate. And you know what chlorine is? Carcinogenic. Cancer causing. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. But the thing is, is the amount of time it would take for you to die from, uh, like, carcinogenics from chlorine is less as bad than, like, the other shit that's in water that would, like, give you malaria or, like, E. coli and well, die we also shit. fluoridate our water. <clears throat> yeah, and fluoride is like supposedly like dumbs you down a little bit. Well, good thing I don't drink too much water. And uh, yeah, the last time a group of people were fluoridated, it was when you know the Nazis did it. So think on that one for a second. I don't have to because the Nazis are in everything. I was I, I wasn't saying think on the Nazis. I was, you know what I meant. Yeah. So um, when the repeal of the Eighteenth Amendment happened in 1933, when the prohibition got turned over, that's when the prohibition stopped. And because the prohibition stopped, they stopped poisoning the alcohol because like the alcohol makers got their stuff back, mm -hmm. like to how they could do it because the government forced the alcohol companies to poison the shit. But by then, I mean, thousands of people already died from intentionally poisoned, contaminated liquor. It's too late at that point. It is. But um, that's it for prohibition death thing. Um, mostly, I just wanted prohibition to... Prohibition death. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because I was like, you know, this is like... 
it's just crazy to think that it's real. Yeah. And the fact that, like, the government got away with it and they just kind of said, oh, you drank that? Get fucked. <laughs> um, so that's just, for me, it, I was like, wow, that's kind of funky that that's how they would do that. But a bigger thing that we're going to talk about, bum, 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 MK Ultra. Oh, God. Yes. Do you know anything about MK Ultra? I know a lot about MK Ultra, actually. I uh, was going to do it, but I was kind of scared to do it because it is real. Like, it just spooks me. Yeah. So this is another real thing that I'm going to talk about that started out as a conspiracy and uh, has other conspiracies tied within it. And that's going to be MKUltra. We're going to get put on a list. Yeah. So basically MKUltra was a top secret CIA project in which they conducted hundreds of experiments on willing and unwilling U.S. citizens to assess the potential use of LSD and other drugs for mind control. Right. Uh, And information gathering and psychological torture. Um, And through the project... MK Ultra lasted from 1953 to about 1973. And then details of this illicit program didn't become public until 1975. Until a uh, congressional investigation into the widespread illegal activities within the United States and around the world was conducted. So, yeah. Um, so the reason they started this was because in the height of the Cold War in the 1950s and 60s, uh, the government of the U.S. feared that the Soviets, Chinese, North Koreans, um, they were going to use mind control to brainwash U.S. prisoners of war in Korea. What gave them that idea, though? Where did they get that? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, maybe they talked about it. Um, but in response, Alan Dulles, he's the director of the CIA at the time. He approved of the MK Ultra testing in 1953. This went before a board and got approved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and basically it was to try and develop techniques that would be used against Soviet bloc enemies to control human behaviors with drugs and other psychological manipulators. Now, this program involved more than 150 human experiments yep. involving psychedelic drugs paralytics and electroshock therapy which by the way is uh known to not even work now yeah no um most subjects when doing these experiments wouldn't even know didn't even know that they were a part of the subject uh experiment there is a video on youtube of this guy and this dude he was uh confirmed like part of this and he literally was given such a huge dose of like these hallucinogenics and or whatever. He it literally like gave this guy PTSD. Like he he said like his whole body just hurt. And like when he talks about it in the video, he just breaks down and starts crying. Jesus. Like it it's brutal shit. So some of the things that they used to experiment with like on people was LSD, MDMA, heroin, barbiturates, methamphetamine, and psilocybin, which is the magic mushrooms. I don't know what the hell that, I don't know what the hell that one thing he said, that start with a B? Barbiturates? Yeah, what the fuck is that? I can't remember off the top of my head. So they would literally, no joke, 
a way to get people to do these fucking things, right? To get these unwilling participants because obviously there was willing and unwilling. So like the CIA had like prostitutes, right? And what they would do is they would have them lured people unsuspecting into these CIA safe houses where they would do these experiments and like drug them with like LSD um, and other drugs by like spiking their cocktails when they were there. Um, and they would watch behind like a two-way mirror. Yeah. And watch how the drugs affects on the men's behavior. And then they had like recording devices uh, installed in the prostitute's room disguised as electrical outlets. Yeah, like uh, they actually have that two-way mirror set up in uh, Stranger Things because supposedly Elle is like a byproduct of like like her mom went through MK Ultra or some shit. Oh, well, uh, one of the things too is the the funny name that was attached to the MK Ultra thing. So that that prostitute bringing you into the room, uh, they called that Operation Midnight Climax. Oh my God! Yeah, and <laughs> and it took place in San Francisco, California, and New York, and it had very little oversight, and the CIA agents involved admitted to a freewheeling party-like atmosphere. So there is an agent named George White, um, and he wrote to Gottlieb in 1971 where he said, Of course I was a very minor missionary, actually a heretic, but I toiled wholeheartedly in the vineyards because it was fun, fun, fun. Where else could a red-blooded American boy lie, kill, and cheat, steal, deceive, rape, and pillage with the sanction and blessing of the All Highest? What the fuck? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, <laughs> the the drugs made him say this, I assume? I don't think so. <laughs> I was trying to make a lot of this subject, dude. No, no, I I think this was just a dude that was fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is this is like some of the most brutal shit I've ever heard. I know, I know. It's like really fucked up. Um so the thing is is like this this program they never necessarily told people who was in the experiment. Yeah, no. So there was a guy. He worked for the CIA as a scientist. His name was Frank Olson. He went to a CIA retreat in 1953. They have retreats. I mean, most companies do and government. Yeah, sure. I mean, where else are our tax money going to go? Yeah, fair enough. Um, but they actually secretly spiked his drink. With LSD. So they hit their own people with this, too. That's Yeah. That's why. Um, and he tumbled to his death God. from a window in a New York City hotel room in what they said was Ooh. an alleged suicide. Alleged. Alleged. However, and this is kind of weird that the time difference, right, um, is that in 1994, one of his... So you're talking almost 40 years later? Yeah. One of his... Uh, Family members decided to have a second autopsy. Of him? Of him. And I'm telling you, it's 40 years later. Yeah. Um, but the body had injuries before the fall, mm. which not leading up to it. So that being said, after a prolonged legal proceeding, uh, the family was awarded a settlement of almost a million dollars. Jeez. 
and received a personal apology from President Gerald Ford and the director of the CIA at the time, which was Wilbin Colby. Did they ever like find out like who it was that actually like beat the shit out of this guy? I'm sure if they did, we'll never know. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't say. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. Um, so Ken Kessie, I don't know if you know who that is. No. Um, he's the author of the 1962 novel One Who Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest. I've heard of the that. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he volunteered for the MK Ultra experiments uh, while he was in college at Stanford. Fuck? So, like, they were both taking applicants and just like, fuck it, we didn't get enough applicants. Let's just yeah. Um, and Jeez. the acid test combined drug use with the musical performances by bands, uh, including the Grateful Dead, uh, yeah. and psychedelic effects such as fluorescent paint and black light. Uh, the parties influenced the early development of hippie culture and kick-started the 1960s psychedelic drug scene. Like, when you said the Grateful Dead, I was like, yeah, you gotta have them. If, if, it is, if you're, if you're uh, holding a party like that, I kind of feel like the quintessential soundtrack there is like, yeah. them and um, Jimmy Hendrix. Another thing, too, is people who also volunteered for it was Robert Hunter, the Grateful Dead lyricist. Yeah. Ted Kaczynski, better known as the Unabomber. What? Yep. What the and fuck? James Joseph Whitey Bulger, the notorious Boston mobster. I feel like these guys just wanted LSD though. Like they, like they I mean, they probably probably did. Yeah, they were probably just like, you know, I want to fuck around with this shit for a bit, get paid, don't get in trouble. Old, that was that long ago. I guess. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Um. And then in 1974, the New York Times journalist Seymour Hirsch published a story about how the CIA conducted all these studies on non-consensual people and illegally spying operations on the U.S. citizens. And he brought into light a big, lengthy process of long-suppressed details about MKUltra. Um, and then the following year, President Ford, in the wake of the Watergate scandal, which I'm sure you've heard of, you want to know something? I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. I've never looked into it. You should sometime. It's a pretty big conspiracy. Um, anyway, they decided to then investigate, because of that news thing that came out, the CIA for the project MKUltra mm. and other stuff. And it was led by the vice president, Nelson Rockefeller. Um, and they found it. They found that that's exactly what was going on. And... It was a very big, big scandal because it, the the investigation went into the abuses of the CIA, FBI, U.S. intelligence, um, and it was after the resignation of Richard Nixon, which again is why it was so big. It just kind of throws me that this happened like that long ago, like in the 50s, because like everybody was so like anti-drug and everything, you know? Yeah, it's like they're out here, like, hey, let's play with these drugs. Like, it, I don't know, it just kind of, and I think they're like, oh yeah, this is where the hippie movement came from. Like, the yeah, hippies were like, like totally against the government, you know. And it's like, oh yeah, government party. Yeah, the government, government basically helped you party. God. Yeah, um, and then they delved into different things because obviously when they investigated all these big agencies, uh, they uncovered 
assassination plots on foreign leaders. Holy shit. Including the Cuban dictator Fidel Castro. Yeah, I kind of figured they'd... And Congo Lessi independence leader Patrice Lumumba. Uh, and then they also found thousands of documents related to the MK Ultra, but there wasn't much left from those thousands of documents because the other ones just magically disappeared. You know, it started in the 50s, ended in the 70s. Kind of making me think that Woodstock was just one big MK Ultra throne event. Dude, it could be. It could <laughs> like, be though. Is it, that's that's this. I mean, you, you never know. I like honestly, like that's kind of like what it w- was back then. Just kind of see like what happens if we put a whole bunch of people, throw all these drugs at them. Just see what happens. Just see what happens. And I mean, you know, I'm sure they got valuable data. I mean, they almost uh, starved to death, and they had to like employ a neighboring farm to feed these people. Well, the. From the investigation, uh, 1976, an, inv- an executive order on all these intelligence activities uh, prohibited experimentation with drugs on human subjects except with the informed consent in writing and witnessed by a disinterested party of each such human subject. So I guess we can just kind of like hold a gun on them now, get it in writing, then go back and be like, oh, they wanted to do it. They just changed their mind now because they got fucked up. I guess. I mean, but they're... Basically, what that executive order did was stop people from being experimented on without them knowing. So, you know, human rights. I don't rights. buy that. Yeah, so the the mobster that uh, Whitney Bulger... Yeah, so when he was dosed with over 50 times... He was dosed fifty times with LSD. No, no, but he was he was dosed with LSD fifty times. He he wasn't the same after. I can almost guarantee. Yeah, well, no, because they said that he related MK Ultra to the reason why he murdered so many people. No, well, all right. Yes, I bet it fucking was you, dumbass. Yeah, like no shit, right? Um, another thing, too, is there was collaborations with the German Nazis and Japanese torture specialists on this. All right. How don't we work with the Nazis? Apparently. I'll let you think about that. No, no, no. It's more of just every time we talk about something, these fuckers show up. Yeah. So <laughs> basically what it was was, you know how I said that, like, they had like torture things in there right um they collaborated with the german nazis and japanese torture specialists to be like let's recreate this shit was the fact that there's people called torture specialists is this (laughs) what do you what what class do you go through to get i don't know um but it's a thing it's like the water drop torture guys or some shit Yes. However, some of the things that they used with torturing people was a clamp that had spikes Mm. and that you'd put your legs in and there were spikes on the bottom. Yeah. So basically they they did that like they would drug people and then put them in this shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like it it sounds more like people living out morbid like fantasies than it does a. Like actual experiments. Kind of reminds me of the movie Hostel. I don't know if you've ever seen those. A long time ago. And yeah, I, I it's kind of what it, it that way. reminded me of. But they apparently, with the experiments, tried to figure out, like, 
two different kinds of uppers and downers mm. uh, drug-wise to see how different effects worked on people. Um, unfortunately, though, most of the subjects died from the drug interaction. Oh, did they? I assume, and I assume, like, realistically, it'd be like an upper, because you can't shut the fuck up when you're on, like, cocaine. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you could probably have somebody, even if they didn't want to give it up, you could ha- probably have somebody, like, spill some shit just by keeping them going. And then someone, unknown, like, no-named... Um, heard about how they were going to investigate Watergate again during Nixon's time. Yeah. Um, so MK Ultra Project uh, decided to completely destroy as many things as they could before that came out so that that way there was no evidence. But unfortunately, 20,000 documents still remained. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, yeah. There's no telling how many things that that, sh- that exact shit's happened with. The thing is, they probably have half the time, they're probably not even like, oh, they're going to investigate us, let's throw it away. they just like, yeah, we, we can't let this ever be seen. It's true. Because, you know, they declassify documents so many times, like well, ever so often or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, it. there's there's so much shit they couldn't declassify because if they did, everybody would lose their fucking marbles. Okay, there was reports that the killer... Of Robert F. Kennedy. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Was a part of the fucking experiment. They probably fucked him up and was like, go up there in that tire and just shoot at somebody. Another one that they said was a part of it was Charles Manson. That, dude, it's, whenever you said a while ago... That they did the whole hippie party thing? Yeah. I shit you not, the first thing I thought was like, Charles Manson probably is a part of this shit. Yeah, and then a lot of people believe that... He didn't kill nobody, though, if you really want to get technical with it. It was him, It was the people he had. Like, he he made the, he told them to kill him, supposedly. I'm, I'm sure that he never killed anybody. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure of it. He's innocent. He's got to be innocent. <laughs> Free Manson, man. <laughs> he's dead now. It's too late. He say like he swears on a damn like it was not him, and, it, and and there is no evidence that ties him to the inside of the house. Supposedly, I promise you, he's killed someone. I mean, yeah, he probably. Let's has. let's just remove that incident completely. I guarantee he's killed probably someone. So. I don't know when or where, but he did it. <laughs> it's like someone solved murder in like Oklahoma. We just don't know it was him. And then on top of it. Uh, they also said that he used similar tactics on his followers. Yeah. Uh, that were experimented on him. That's that's fucking wild because you know that would give him the knowledge. Like, oh yeah, like because he them people did anything for him. Like, yeah. Like there, that makes sense. So another funky thing too is the fact that people believe and and it's a conspiracy that there is still ongoing testing. With this, so MK Ultra didn't actually end, and it's still going to this day. And they say that mass UFO sightings and other phenomenon are due to the CIA adding LSD to public water supply. I don't believe it. What that is still going on? I believe it's still going on, but I don't believe that adding LSD to a public water supply is going to make every single person see the same thing. Yeah, that would be kind of because it'd be it, funky because it hits you slow. Like, 
Well, even I don't know. I've never done it, but from what I know is that I haven't done generally it people don't see the same shit, uh, and to have a mass sighting of the same exact thing is just wouldn't make sense. I, I did not take them drugs, but I know how they hit. <laughs> okay. Don't know if this is real or not. I don't know, but you I know what? if it is or not, hit me with We're going to fucking go with it. There are 15 different celebrities who people believe are still controlled by MK Ultra. Why do they believe it's these 15 in particular? We're going to get into it. Oh, good. First one off the list, Amanda Bynes. Who in the fuck is that? You don't know Amanda Bynes? I don't, if it's an actress, dude, I, like... Um, fuck. You ever see Big Fat Liar? Uh, is that the movie where they put the orange soap in the guy's shampoo and he washes it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 long Yeah, that ago. gal. Oh, she really? She had the Amanda Bynes show, okay, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. wouldn't make sense if you didn't know her name. No, I mean, like, I, I just, I didn't, I don't really keep up with actresses or actors, man. That's okay. Um, so, a few years ago, she was apparently totally lost it and started acting really weird yeah and was committed to a mental institution um because she set like she literally set fire to her neighbor's driveway after being diagnosed with schizophrenia (laughs) see that's some good shit right there man yeah yeah (laughs) um except i mean it's not might have been where it was gonna end but it didn't because she went to twitter and said that she had a microchip implanted in her head see I don't think it's funny that that happened. Like, I like I do not laugh at other people's pain and shit. But the, like, the poor fucker, she lit their yard on fire or whatever it is. Like, that, oh yeah, I, I no, can't get I one hundred percent agree. Like, it, it's funky. Another one is the Queen Bee Beyonce. That's old girl Jay Z's married to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well. Yeah. Well, there's also people that believe that Jay Z and uh, Beyonce is the friggin' Uh, Illuminati, the kings and queen of the uh, the Illuminati. Yeah, and that is literally the similar to what they say for MK Ultra. What, like they're controlling them to be the king and? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're the king and queen, but they're controlled by the CIA. Yeah. Now, apparently, yeah. instead of the Illuminati, is the CIA. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Mark David Chapman. Who the hell is that? He's a dude that gunned down John Lennon. He's a celebrity. Uh. I think that he's not a celebrity. Oh, okay. But he's, you know. It's just like we was going like, oh, Beyonce, Miley Cyrus, the guy who gunned down John Lennon. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's kind of funky. People say that after he did it, he sat there and waited for police to arrive and kept reading uh, Catcher Catcher in the the Rye. Rye. Yeah. Yeah, and they say that it could be because of MK Ultra. That book is actually, if you dive down the MK Ultra uh, hole, that book shows up a lot. Supposedly, like a lot of people who have like killed people have either had that book in their possession. They really liked it. I don't even know what the book's about. I've never read it myself. I just know it shows up a lot. Shia LaBeouf. No, I, no, one hundred fucking percent, dude. That guy went off the deep end. Like, like he showed up. In uh uh got holes, yeah. That was the first movie I remember him from. And then overnight, that guy like, well, then he went to Transformers, and then he totally fucking lost it. Yeah. And Reddit trolled the hell out of this guy. Did you ever hear about that? I did. Like, yeah. That... 
Yeah, so that, that guy's an alien. I'm gonna be honest with you. I just shot down to the bottom, like the whole list, uh, and most of them are actually from our Illuminati clone thing. Oh, good. Which yeah. is ironic, but there is one thing I'm noticing here is that people that are on this list are child actors. Oh yeah. And child like musicians, so. My thinking on so it. So Justin Bieber's probably on the list. He is. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Amanda Bynes was a child actor. Miley Cyrus was one. Shia LaBeouf was one. Uh, but like these people that they're saying it, it, it has to do with like these child actors, mm-hmm. and they've seen that like in studies, child actors just kind of go off the deep end sometimes. Yeah, they do. Uh, from just not being able to handle fucking the celebrity status of being a child actor and having all this money and all these people, all this shit. So all the fucking Disney actors do too, man. Like that were on the Disney channel. Yes. Yeah. Like they, they all lose their shit too. So I'm actually going to skip those people because it just is pointless to keep beating that down. But there's other ones like Marilyn Monroe. Uh, and they even say she was a victim of a MK ultra or that she was a mind control slave. Uh, Yeah. Um, she made a bad end. That she was man. supposedly part of a project called Monarch, which was project part of Monarch. the MK Ultra that was supposed to make betas, which were basically sexually programmed slaves. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it said that she was a part of it, supposedly. Um, she didn't deserve what she got, though, man. Like, if you, like, look into her, like... That that was awful. Yeah, so it says when Monroe's programming lost its effect and she started to break down, some argue that she was thrown off the freedom train, an MK Ultra term for designating slaves that are killed when they are not useful and potentially dangerous to their handlers. And that her handlers, I'm guessing, were the Kennedys. That would be my guess. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> yeah. You, I'm, this just got me fu- so fucked up right now. Like, <laughs> dude, your controlled uh, mind control stuff's wearing off on you, buddy. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Don't tell me that. Roseanne Barr, you know her? Uh, the show Roseanne. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah um, didn't she like not long ago totally lose her shit and she went like on yeah. a racist rant or something? Yeah, like Paula Dean. Yeah. Paula Dean did that too. Oh, badly. I didn't badly. know about that shit. Oh yeah, she she went off the white deep end hardcore. Oh, I mean, bad. Um. Anyway, Whew. uh, she said that she was mind controlled. Um, and then she even told Larry King. That's uh, the guy you want to tell too, Larry yeah, King, old denture popper. That she himself. had an induced multiple personality disorder because she had this head shrinker and he says it's deliberately induced because the CIA is where they started inducing it when after they bought all the Nazis oh they brought all the Nazis over from Germany to run the American Psychiatric Association then after Michael Jackson's death yeah after Michael Jackson's death Roseanne said on her blog that Jackson's father was an MK Ultra operative that makes sense sadly cuz that dude was a real fucking Kanye West no 100% uh, 100% yeah so it says that he's too weird not to be part of MK Ultra yeah, so it says that he's been doing. He West was actually already been involved in the program MK Ultra, 
and Kanye West breaks out of the programming and lashes out at his concerts, he is then abruptly hospitalized. Um, what? Yeah. So, <laughs> and the funny thing is, is uh, there's a joke to this article, and it says that whoever's controlling Kanye needs to fucking tone it down because they need to stop making him so irritating. <laughs> oh, the fuck? <laughs> yes. Uh, Rihanna's one. I can see that. Didn't she, like, flip the fuck out not longer? Like, well, it was a few years back. I mean, um, I guess. Oh, no, 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 I was thinking the wrong shit. It, she didn't flip out. Chris Brown fucked her up. Never mind. Well, maybe she was his sex kitten slave oh, and he beat her. God, don't say that. I'm just me. saying. Don't ever look me in the eyes and say sex kitten again. I, <laughs> I don't. Um, And it says that she was using symbolism like in her videos to show that she was controlled by MK Ultra, but it literally does not give any source of information as to what that was or why. <laughs> I know so, supposedly the song, uh, the diamond song she did, Shine Brought Like a Diamond. Yeah. Like people were like up in arms over it saying like, it was talking about Lucifer. I'm going to go ahead and guess. Never mind, I can't think of nobody. I was going to take a good get. Go for it. I'm guessing it's a pop singer. No. No? Is it a rapper? Rocker. It's a rocker? Paul McCartney? No. Uh, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. God, how did I not think of that? I don't know. No, you're... He's a... He was weird, too, though. Like... Yeah. I love the guy to death. Like, he is like... He left some of the greatest music the world will ever know on the table, but... Jesus. That guy acted strange. Yeah, so, apparently, with this... Kurt was controlled by Courtney Love, yeah, yeah, okay, who herself was also an MK Ultra slave. <laughs> yeah, uh, and basically they wanted to see what would happen if an MK Ultra slave controlled controlled a, another MK Ultra slave. But it says that not only that, but his suicide was staged. In reality, he was killed by a CIA CIA operative. The whole Nirvana like discography could also be one big subliminal message because, because those lyrics make no fucking sense. I mean... Like, m- most of them don't make sense, man. Like, only Kurt knew what the fuck he was on about. I concur. Like, have you ever actually sat down and read the lyrics It Smells Like Teen Spirit? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. So, another one is Lady Gaga. I've, yeah, I mean, but... And apparently she was a part of the Delta program fuck is the delta program she's a government controlled assassin who is trying to destroy her programming by sending secret messages through her music to warn people about the terror bad uh government that it is an assassin yeah who the fuck does she take out i don't know she's always wearing meat suits and shit maybe she's wearing the dead oh i kind of feel like they're just taking like the weirdest people now and picking that's on. why i said that half of these people on this list are people that are also in the Illuminati list, and it just kind of seems to me like it's all kind of. I feel you know, like though, if any of these people was gonna like off somebody, it would be Lady Gaga though. You know, I, if she weird as fuck, man. You don't know what she got on her. She got all them costumes on. She could have some fucking bomb or fucking knife or some shit under that. Fuck you up real good. That's fair. She she like. And I mean, this is in like the last weird like way. Like she's built too, man. So like. She's probably, like, really athletic and shit, and I imagine assassins do a whole lot of, you know, running. I mean, but I'm assuming that they she doesn't know she's an assassin. Oh, what? It's like a, fuck, uh, 
what's that? Uh, Captain America. It's like Delta Four Rhino Eight. Like like the sequence of yeah, like, and yeah. then it, like he turns into one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think she knows if if that's the case. But yeah, so that's uh, some of the people controlled supposedly by the MK Ultra project. I could see all of them. Like I could see you making a case for all of them. Yeah, no, it, it's kind of one of those funky ones where it's just like I, I guess. Well, that's going to pretty much do it for my topics today. Um, With that being said, that's going to end the episode for today. Next week, we'll be posting on Thursdays, starting Thursdays instead of Wednesdays, um, to better be able to edit these podcasts. Anyway, uh, like us on Facebook, leave us a review, and y'all have a good one. Bye.